Greetings, constant listeners. It's Michael Rose Red Rothman. What you're about to hear is a clip from our Patreon exclusive series, Talkin' Hawkins. It's a limited spinoff podcast that flips King's Dominion upside down to discuss all things Stranger Things in light of the fourth season. Well, guess what? This is the very episode we've been waiting for. A deep dive into both volumes of Stranger Things 4. It's a long one, too. Clocking in at around three and a half hours, which is just about the length of the last two episodes, come to think of it. Anyways, as we've done with the last three episodes of the series, we talk about the kids, the adults, the 80s references, our favorite needle drops, and naturally, all connections to Stephen King, and there are many. This is the fourth and final episode in the series, and you can get it now and all the prior installments by becoming a member of our Patreon, The Barons. But here's the real deal. In addition to this app and all the other Talkin' Hawkins apps, you can also unlock over 100 hours of exclusive content. Actually, I'd probably say hundreds of hours uh, at this point. I'm, I'm not even lying. From our Stephen King archival series to our Dark Tower Detour show to our Spooky Souls Midnight to over a dozen commentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies to all our locked episodes from years prior. They're all in there. And you can get them now by subscribing to the link of this episode. Or you can visit www.patreon.com slash thebarons. What are you waiting for? So much stuff. So many goodies. Papa John's. <laughs> anyway, hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights. I've got this pen. I've been using it all night. And I didn't tell you this, but there was a little note in it earlier. And I'm no Magellan, and I'm certainly no Lewis and Clark, but uh, there seem to be what looked like a bunch of coordinates inside. And wouldn't you know it, they've led us right to the Hawkins National Laboratory. <laughs> You're sick. You're sick, but I'm going to make you better. I'm going to take you back home where I can make you well again, where we can make all of this better so no one else gets hurt. What was that all reference? Right. What are you referencing? What is the pen bit? Well, that's, that's in the in Stranger 4. The yeah. I don't remember the that. You, don't, you did the fucking recap. <laughs> the, 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 when they, the, when the agent has the, the pen, yeah, remember? And he yeah. dies and he gives him the pen and then the phone number's in it and they realize that the pen's oh. dead because Argyle's trying to write his... Look. There's a oh, lot of yeah. details. This is only proof. Look, of those how episodes much is in were it. like 85 minutes long. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's only 13 hours of stuff. You should remember every second. And of it's it. not <laughs> like it was, you know, the strongest plot line of the season. So, yeah. well, okay. In my opinion. Anyway, I digress. In the Hawkins National Laboratory, we talk about the production highlights of the season. And, uh, oh boy, <laughs> we have a, a, a long road to where we are today. So, let's go back to 2019, summer 2019, because that's where we left off. If you recall, Stranger Things 3 literally blew off the roof of this franchise. So it was pretty much expected that the fourth season was going to go even bigger. And the Duffers made that pretty clear early on. Uh, in fact, during the press tour for Stranger 3, the Duffers were already teasing the scope of the next installment. Uh, and here's what Ross Duffer told Entertainment Weekly. You know, we don't want to write ourselves in a corner. So we try to have these early discussions with the writers just to make sure that we're, you know, like setting ourselves up to go in the right direction. We don't know a lot, but we do know a lot of the big, the broad strokes. At the end of season two, we knew about Billy. We knew what the Russians were going to come in, and uh, we didn't know uh, the mall and stuff. But again, we, we, we know these big, broad strokes. That's sort of where we are in season four. We have the big, broad strokes. It's just about how, uh, filling in those lines and the details. Uh, we're pretty excited about uh, where it's potentially going to go. Uh, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm right there. Um, and, and again, like we said, it's going to feel uh, very different than uh, this season, but I, I, I think it's the right thing to do, and uh, I think it'll be pretty exciting. Uh, so his brother, Matt, followed with an even better stinger. Randall, you want to take this one? I think the biggest thing that's going to happen is it's going to open up a little bit. 
not necessarily in terms of scale, in terms of special effects, but open up in terms of allowing plot lines into areas outside of Hawkins. Well, then producer Sean Levy also chimed in and added some fuel to the fire. Justin, take it away. Oh, my Lord. Certainly, season three ends with several plot strands are separate from each other. And should there be a season four, I think we'll see them all explored. Uh, well, you're my, you're my, oh my, oh my lord, uh, reminded me of when Kelsey Grammer falls off the stage. Oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, oh, good god. lord. Uh, god, that's kind of sounded like me when I, at the ending of The Bear last night when I, I literally yelped out loud like, an, uh, like a fool. Like um, a bear. Like a bear, bear actually. Oh, um, dear god. Oh God! Oh, good <laughs> we got to do a Fraser cast one of these days. Um, I think I. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, console listeners, we've uh, not to you know we lo- I, I love Fraser. I don't know if I could say I love Kelsey Grammer so much these days, but we've we've made that bit many times on our text thread. So apologies if we go off. On that I did tangent. finish that show. You did finish that yeah. show. You finished. Fraser. I didn't everybody die at the end. How'd you react? Yeah, I, did, I did, know. Did. I, I did. It is a happy ending, but I still did cry. Well, at the <laughs> end of the at the end of Fraser, uh, he gets on the plane and realizes that it's going to be going into the Twin Towers, uh, and it's oh, September 11th. Yeah. Oh God. I know. I know. No, that's like in the, the you know. Remember me. Remember that. One? No, no, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Kelsey Grammer in that movie. No, okay, uh, no, he's not in that movie. <laughs> he might be somebody's father or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> and scene. Well, all those sentiments became a reality uh, that September, because which was only two months after the fact, uh, when Netflix officially confirmed a fourth season, shocker, and dropped a 45-second teaser trailer giving us our first glimpse of Stranger Things 4. And in retrospect, it was actually more than we should have expected. Uh, there was the grandfather clock motif, which has become the iconic totem of the season. But most importantly... There was a big tagline that got us all ready for the scope of what's to come. And that tagline was, we're not in Hawkins anymore, which uh, sounds like something Jerry Stiller would say. We're not in Hawkins anymore. Um, so this Mike, all interesting. Can I, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, yeah, go for it. What's interesting about that, that's not an 80s reference. That's more of a, a 1930s reference to the Wizard of Oz. Oh. Yeah. Think you know, <laughs> we're not in Kansas anymore, right? You know? Yeah, yeah I think a, that's the line. That's a good line. It might be. Yeah. Problematic Man, look, movie. Can you, can you confirm that? Can you? Yeah, <laughs> Let me Google it. Make sure, you know. Uh, so anyway, all of this coincided with uh, Netflix announcing that it had signed the Duffer Brothers to a new multi-year TV film deal, which is actually pretty instrumental this season considering the size and the scope and the budgeting of what was to come. But we'll touch on that in a bit and throughout our discussion, no doubt. Anyhow, the breadcrumbs kept on coming. And on November 6, 8K, Stranger Things Day, the show's writers revealed the first title of the episode, Chapter One, The Hellfire Club, with the caption, looking for new members, are you in? Needless to say, I think everyone on Twitter or on Instagram were all like, I'm in! I don't know what it is. Um, anyway, this is all preceded by a leaked casting call that was looking to add four new male characters with three of the roles being teenagers and one of them being an adult. The teenage roles were characterized as ranging from a metalhead to an entitled jock, to a character that sounds an awful like like the twin of Fast Times Rich Ridgemont High stoner, Jess Spicoli, wow. while the adult character was tied wow. to the Russian storyline introduced <laughs> during the third season. And we know all of these now as Eddie, Jason, Argyle, and uh, Tom Oshlashi. Are you saying that Argyle is inspired by Jess Spicoli from Fast Times? Oh my Rich God, I think so. Are you what? saying that that was Wait. my exact note? <laughs> was it really? Oh, interesting. Yes. Well... Anyway, at this time, we're all thinking, and by we, I mean Stranger Things fans, are thinking, okay, things are moving along. Awesome. Then the biggest splash, at least at the time, arrived on Valentine's Day 2020, 
which seems like two decades ago God, at this point, yeah. when uh, Netflix dropped their own Valentine in the form of 50-second teaser trailer that uh, Randall discussed earlier from Rush With Love. And that revealed, yes, Jim Hopper was alive and trapped in Russia. Nobody knew at the, at the time, but this would be the last footage we'd see for a very, very, very long time. And does anybody know why? Uh, no, yes. no, no. Well, was it rhetorical we're not question Kansas anymore? Yeah, we're not in Kansas <laughs> anymore. We're, uh, we're not in Hawkins either, but, um, that's a rhetorical question. We all know why, uh, COVID-19. Um, but so we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of it all because we Aww. really don't have enough fucking breadcrumbs to find our way back out in the top. So here's an abbreviated production timeline. Uh, Justin, you want to read it? I'd be happy to. All right. Uh, well, in February 2020, it was announced by the Duffers and Netflix that production had officially begun in Vilnius, Lithuania, at the recently decommissioned Lukiskis Prison. I'm pretty sure that's that's correct, actually. I think so. <laughs> I, although I made you read it because I didn't want to read that Lukiskis. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What if I just totally yeah. stumbled over it? But yeah, I who cares? From there, filming would resume around the Atlanta metro area. Great place. The primary production location of previous seasons for two weeks of filming before all Netflix productions were halted on March 16th, 2020, due to the onset of COVID of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, filming did not resume until September 28th, 2020. So that was what? A good six, six months. months later. Wow. Yeah. Uh, which then carried over into 2021 with production taking place in Rome, Georgia for the Creel House and eventually at Netflix's Albuquerque Studios in New Mexico. It wasn't until September 2021 that shooting finally wrapped, and we'd like to thank the actor who plays Will. <laughs> yeah. Noah Schnapp, who announced Noah Schnapp. That. Good job, Noah. He uh, said, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And it was. And it, was, and it, and it, it was, took 18 months. It was like the production of Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> it really was, you know? Except, uh, and then the Duffer Brothers died and they had to have uh, their, own, you know, their film worker uh, piece it together with Warner Brothers. Um, anyway, throughout that time, we got various teasers uh, from production photos to casting announcements, including the reveal that Robert Englund would play a vital role, which really sent, uh, you know, shockwaves through uh, horror Twitter. Um, and we also got some infuriating teaser clips, mostly dealing with the Hawkins lab, uh, some footage from Netflix's Tadum festival, which uh, I don't know if that's going to happen again. Um, all of more which like, com- more like dumb festival. <laughs> yeah. It really was a dumb, dumb festival. Maybe. More like, yeah, it was, it was infuriating because we also, we, we got a clip, which was kind of cool, but it also, we had no context for it. So it was kind of like, what the fuck is this? Um, anyway, all of this culminated with the real marketing campaign that began in February this year, two solid years after the Hopper teaser that we had mentioned earlier. So how did this all start? It started with an emotional letter from the Duffers and uh, Randall. Take it away. Emotional? Oh, man, I got to do some acting. Oh, yeah. Do it like you're two pe- Do it like you're the brothers reading it simultaneously. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's too hard. Hi, nerds. Do you copy? It's been a little while. I don't know what this voice I'm doing is, but I'm going to do it. With nine scripts over 800 pages, almost two years of filming, thousands of visual effects shots, and a runtime nearly twice the length of any previous season, Stranger Things 4 was the most challenging season yet, but also the most rewarding one. Everyone involved is incredibly proud of the results, and we can't wait to share it with you. Randall, given, I have to cut you just off. Just totally yeah. given up on the this, voice. <laughs> this sounds like you sound like Charles Keralt from CBS this morning. <laughs> Go continue. It sounds cut. also like Emo That's Phillips at the same cut. time. <laughs> like, 
given the unprecedented length. Oh, it is Emo Phillips. That is a good, that you do yeah. sound like that. Yeah. I was trying to do more news, like morning news anchor. Now it's a little uh, Cronkite a little Walter yeah. Cronkite going oh, how about To that? get it to you as soon as possible, season four will be released in two volumes. Uh, volume one will release on May 27th. Volume two will release five weeks later on July 1st. So that's the good news. It's coming soon, and it's bigger than ever. It's also the beginning of the end. Seven years ago, we planned out the complete story arc for Stranger Things. At the time, we predicted the story would last four to five seasons. It proved too large to tell in four. But as you'll soon see for yourselves, we are now hurtling toward our finale. I'm being, I'm going to do a Dracula Dracula Yeah, I was going to say it does sound Dracula. The Dracula Dracula brothers. uh, Uh, Season four will be the penultimate season. (laughs) Season five will be the last. Uh, There are still many more exciting stories to tell within the world of Stranger Things. New mysteries, new adventures, new unexpected heroes. But first, we hope that you will stay with us as we finish this tale of a powerful girl named Eleven and her brave friends of a broken police chief and a ferocious mom of a small town called Hawkins and an alternate dimension known only as the Upside Down. As always, we are grateful for your patience and support. Over and out, Matt and Ross. You call that emotional? I thought they were going to like open up about their like dead parents or something. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. can see this season. You know? Oh, God. (laughs) It's like, well, COVID was really rough. Um, Anyway, uh, so obviously the pandemic presented a number of obstacles for this season. Among them, you know, the kids being older and and basically spawning a ton of Wet Hot American Summer for